Hello, bonjour, and bonjour, everybody. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the DNA Airwaves. As you know, I am D. I'm joined by my partner in crime, as always, Anthony. Sir, how you doing today? I am good, man. Blessed. How you doing? I'm uh, happy to be alive, my brother. That's happy it, to man. be alive. Happy to be able to see you again one more time, one more time. and do this for the people yeah. and for me. Selfishly, <laughs> selfishly for ourselves, because we like talking <laughs> yeah, to yeah, cool yeah. people. And we have yes, a, we a do. very cool gentleman, gentleman with us today. Uh, Mr. Sam Williams, how do I introduce you? Multi-instrumentalist, producer, composer, engineer, entrepreneur. Did I miss anything? It's getting kind of long there. <laughs> you do a whole lot of things. <laughs> like it, man. Welcome. How you doing? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys? Good, man. Good, man. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, Excited to have you here, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've oh, been man. doing a lot. Let's just jump right in. You've been doing a lot in the city for a long time. You definitely have a name yeah. that's known in uh, very a, a lot of different aspects of the music industry, Canada and beyond. Um, but I want to just kind of just, I guess, paint a picture of your career. Because as I said, multi-instrumentalist, I just want to sort of define that because a lot of people throw that term around. Um, and a lot mm-hmm. of people, you know, like you might be a drummer and you could play a little keys or, you know, that. But then you have some guys like yourself and there's like a whole, there's like a school of you that are monsters on multiple instruments uh and it's just a different level um so i want to take it all the way back and just find out for myself and for everyone listening how did you get started in music and what was like what was your first instrument um well i think i got i think my story is similar to to many where um i came up in a church and um you know we my dad used to drive the church bus and they always, they were, you know, there was always the cassette player. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, uh, yes. I, I come from a music, I come from a musical uh, family. So they were always uh, be playing some type of cassette. And uh, the, what I can vividly remember as a kid is listening to James Cleveland. Okay. Um, okay. James Cleveland all the time. And at Christmas time, Mahalia Jackson. So mm. um, <laughs> Great. that, that was you know, I think probably that James Cleveland probably influenced the fact that I take such a strong liking to bass um, because, you know, those old school, those old school, I don't even know who who played bass on that stuff. I got to do some homework on that, but um, (laughs) you know, that was, that was just remembering sitting in, 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 in the van and just hearing um, that music all the time. And uh, yeah, I, I think my, I come from a musical family where, you know, Every almost I can't say every, but I'll say every uh, okay. West Indian parent sends their sends their their children to piano lessons, hoping they play <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> piano for some reason. I don't know why it's piano, math. but That's it's always why. That was, isn't that the thing? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's always it's always piano, mm-hmm. and um, and so we had a piano in my house, and the 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 older siblings had had played. And uh, so we're just kind of sitting there. I always used to noodle, but never used to make way with it in any kind. And this one particular night, Sunday night, Mm -hmm. um, I I got on and and just started to noodle. um, And I figured out some chords. And um, there were three chords in F. And uh, Mm -hmm. my my older sister kind of said, you know what, I feel like that's good enough to to play in church because we were we worshiped in a gymnasium there was no music uh no musicians okay no music for years (laughs) wow and um they're like we're gonna roll the piano and you can just and i said well they're only gonna sing holy 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 (laughs) like i'm like (laughs) and uh 
And she's like, no, but you'll, you'll figure it out. And I'm like, what? And I'm, I'm at this point, I'm, I'm nine years old and, uh, right. you know, okay. no pressure. It, was, it was better than, for me, it was better than sitting down, <laughs> just doing nothing yeah. in yeah. church. Yeah, yeah, true, true. So I, <laughs> so I, so I went with it and, uh, and so the next Sunday morning comes, they wheel the piano out of the, out of the, the, one of the locker rooms, maybe the the, the boys or girls, okay. and the pastor says, "Well, who's going to play the the piano?" And they says, "Well, Sam's going to play." So I didn't know Sam could play, and they said, "Well, he just kind of started last night, and, <laughs> and he, he can play. He can play a hymn." And I and, and it's, he says, "Okay, well, let's go." And and it it was all fun and games, but then what happened was pretty cool. Um, they kind of had made this announcement to the church, and the church brought me to the front, and they had just prayed for me at that point. And you know, you're, you know, you're nine years old. What do you, you just, you just, you just sitting yeah. there, you, just, yeah. you know, start standing there and you're like, okay, I'm, I'm just going to take it, take it all in. And, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I, I can't even remember because it was just a barrage of prayer, you know, the old school, they just, it's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Hands on and, uh, yeah. And after that, um, I went and played and, um, I, you know, most of it, when they played, when they, they made sure to sing "Holy, Holy, Holy" because that was the one that we we practiced. Right. But um, <laughs> right, yeah, most of it was just kind of me trying to figure my way through things. But after that, hmm. you know, I had picking up music really quickly, like scary quickly. Um, I don't know hmm. if it was always there. I don't know if it was um, just ignited by that prayer. Yeah. But wow. I, you know, I said to myself, I, now I look back and I said, well, it couldn't have just given me the gift just like that like, like it just you moment. know but yeah i but i think it what it did was just give me understanding um just just Fair. almost yeah. accelerate accelerated understanding wow and um so i was really able to quickly figure out three chords in every key in a matter of weeks and um Wise. and yeah, just impressive. kind of just just soaking in um just music differently and um yeah. and you know, I don't know, in probably six months time, I was, I became very like, wow, this guy, this, like the future Why was bright, he? you know? Wow. And, um, yeah. And, and so that, that started the keyboard journey, but, and, and maybe, maybe at 12, 13, I picked up the bass. I always loved the bass. Okay. You know, I'd always had this one friend that, uh, because he played the bass, he would never want me to play the bass, but, mm. uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I kind of, I kind of fought through that and, and played yeah. it anyway. And, uh, you know, and in the midst of that, too, the, the drums is always in there because the drums got to be in there. Everybody messes, everybody messes right. with the drums. And, and, and I love the drums. And uh, those three were the kind of pillar of my, um, you know, my musical foundation. Development. As yeah. I moved into, into high, yeah, into, as I moved into high school. And, and that's, yeah, that's how it got started for me, man. So, Necessity. Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. When did, when did you start to actually realize that this is your the path you want to be on i mean i know you're kind of it was thrusted upon you but when did you start taking it really serious like no this is what i want to do or need to do you know what i went to i went to a pretty prominent um sports school central tech in 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 the city toronto okay and they they were known for football football and track and so i was i went to pursue football and um it, you know what I didn't it didn't really work out for me because you know the that was like the whole intro of like uh work to rule and strikes and things right. like that and so I, yeah, I, mean, I got yeah. two, <laughs> two out of five years of sports 
and it just was like it was like a yeah it was like a no-go for for me but um you know throughout high school my i had i had this amazing music teacher that kind of thrusted me in to uh he had started this program that i guess would be almost equivalent to a college program um right which is giving the kids an opportunity to be in a recording studio and um and so that was that was almost what I did every day. Like I, I don't even wow. remember going to class at a certain point. I was just going. <laughs> I go to school and go straight to the studio. Go school. You're gonna get me in trouble, Sam. You're gonna get me in trouble. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know that was that was kind of what I did. So I think at the end of that that stint when I was when I was making music and and based off of what everybody's telling me and what I could hear other people doing, I said, okay, maybe maybe mm-hmm. I got something at this. Um, Right. You know, when I when I left high school, um, yeah. I tried to pursue it more. And, and then I started playing. Um, I started playing uh, and MDing with Julie Black. And at that point, I said, OK, I could probably be doing this, you know. Right. So. Yeah. Right. Right. Was that's interesting. And yeah. the exposure that you like that, that opportunity to just be in a recording studio for a young like a specifically young black kid is just it's life-changing and even if you get the chance as a kid to expose you know our generation of children to other things that you know they'll never get a chance to see how many high school kids get the chance to go to an actual real studio and see the inner workings or go to you know anywhere and they fill in the blank but so Mm -hmm. i wonder that mixed in with this like belief that other people had in you you know to propel you into doing this music thing is really really interesting because i feel like a lot of people like me and anthony same thing the church allowed us exposure into something that we would never had the opportunity and then i had a music teacher that forced me into programs that i never thought i needed to be a part of and that kind of made me feel more um not like i was doing the right thing but it felt like something i really really wanted to pursue that but it, do you have a, an exact moment in time where you were like, I, I made it. This is it. I'm good. I'm an, I'm a paid musician or <laughs> this is the first time you got a gig or, you know, I, I'm, I'm legit. This is it, yeah. You know, I, I, you know what? I, I don't, I don't think that um, happens or at least not for me because it's, it's like trying to like win small little battles. Yeah. Right. And, and so yeah. at one point maybe it's like, okay, I'm, I'm on a, I'm on a tour with, with Julie. Wow. And we're going through arenas and I'm saying, yeah, yeah. this yeah. is pretty cool. You know, yeah. I, yeah. I think I was level ahead enough with my upbringing and my family and, and uh, the people around me that I never really, I wasn't that excitable person. Mm. Um, I, I think I, I was, uh, I was more of a, this is cool yeah, <laughs> type, yeah, yeah. type yeah. person. And it's like, this is and right. definitely stuff that you, you will never forget. But I, I you sure. know, I, I knew that um, it was more about, trying to win small battles and and just you know and then at the end of the day then when you look back you'll say wow i did all of this these things so i i think uh, um there isn't really one moment for me it's just there's just kind of sure they're, they just compound and um Got you. yeah and and i and I, and I sit here today and i'm saying wow i'm i'm actually proud of all of these these uh these moments yeah i guess as you so, put them still, all together that's looking beautiful. back it kind of comes together like a like a progression, I guess, right? 
Yeah. Like that first progression yeah. you learned was it like a one one four five sort of progression. <laughs> it was a, exactly, it was yeah, a one, yeah. it was a one four five. Yeah, you know, and then you can then you could throw the two Branch two minor out. in there, and yeah. then you're like, oh, what's this? There's a three minor, and then you're like, yeah. there's a six minor, and then you're just like, okay, cool. <laughs> and then there's a four over five. Oh man, and then you made it. <laughs> and then <laughs> you got and, the and then you made it. <laughs> that four over five, man. When you got that one, it was like, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> He's a well-established musician now. He's 11 years old. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing yep, man yeah okay so i have a question because I, I feel the same way like it's life is all about the progression um and it's small wins right so i think guys like us um you don't necessarily get excited about the big things because you constantly have the next thing or like you're working towards making yourself at least prepared for what to, what's to come um mm-hmm. but i guess sitting from where you are now and with all the experience you have are there things and jumping way ahead are there things like goals that you have now that you're striving for specifically, or are you still just sort of just building this thing brick by brick? And when you look back, you see this mansion that you've already built out. Where are you sitting with that? Yeah, I think, I think now the, the goals, um, the goals become different. I think um, okay. I'm one of those guys. I think, I think, football was probably the only plan I had in my life. And after that, when I wasn't, I realized when I realized that wasn't going to happen, I think everything just became for a long time. Let me see where this goes. Okay. And um, I I think it's a double-edged sword because, you know, sometimes you just like, um, you know, you, you have no idea. And, and sometimes (laughs) that, (laughs) yeah. And, uh, and then being naive, sometimes it keeps you optimistic, you know? Right. So, so I, I think that was just, it's kind of the right combination of that uh, because I look back and I'm saying, man, I really had no clue. I knew I, I was, I was talented, but yeah. I, beyond that, I didn't know what, uh, you know, you know, most of the musicians, we think we try to get to a level mm-hmm. and then we think the rest will take care of itself. Right. And, right. Yeah. And it doesn't. And then like, you get to this point and you're like, I don't think it takes care of itself. Um, yeah. You might get, you might get a few things here and there, but it, it, it you know some people are super lucky you know they mm. land these lifetime gigs for sure. and yeah. uh but yeah. for me i i felt like i knew internally like i was not going to be one of those guys because i felt like the the to whom much is given much is required and, and i think if god gives me one of these these touring gigs i'd literally be losing using uh five percent of my brain i'd like literally wow. be on right. autopilot right. on the yep. beach like literally i'd just be like <laughs> i'd just be I, you know what I mean? It's it's just yeah. it's almost it would almost be too easy. So especially yeah. with the pop and what they're making now and stuff like that, like it just would be like, okay, this is this is now you know. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I felt like I had to go through this gauntlet of of uh, just figuring things out, and um, yeah, I think as, as as me coming into, I think I've always been an artist, and okay, uh, you know, I I think I had the early aspirations. Um, and, and again, it, it, sometimes it works for you, sometimes it doesn't, but naively saying, I'm going to make a CD and you're just like, well, who's right. to stop you really from making, doing music. Right. True. So, yeah. um, starting very early, but then realizing, Oh, I can actually, I can actually make music for other people mm, and, that's a big one, yeah. and make a living because, you know, you know, there's, yeah. there's money and it's okay. This is how this goes. And then this is how this goes. And, you, and so I, I, I kind of put that on the, the side yep. and really pursued uh 
you know, being a producer, uh, I guess, early, early 20s. Okay. And um, I think that would probably be the moment where I say, okay, I think I'm, I'm calling myself a music producer. Because, you know, I, gotcha. you know, I didn't, I didn't know if I just wanted to call myself a musician, mm-hmm. uh, right? you know, uh, piano, keys, or bass, or whatever. I just, yeah. that didn't really ring to me. So gotcha. I, yeah. when I, at that point, I was like, okay, I'm going to go for this music producer thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, looking forward now um, with, with all the albums I've produced and all the people I've worked with and mm-hmm. then getting a chance to, to, to pursue my own artistry now. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's, it's like, whoa, it's, you know, the goals now have shift just based off of what I've done. Right. And, and so um, now, now I, I guess my biggest goal would now would be like, okay, like I need to get on the road with my guys and share this music with the world that that becomes like that's one of my biggest goals now just because of of the year i've had right and okay. doing that in the city and at jazz festivals and so forth yeah, yeah. it was it was pretty electric and i'm saying okay this is nice. this is this is now the goal you know or or one of the goals one of the one of the main big goals so yeah yeah, yeah. it's time you got to shout out the band too that's the you have like your project right um timeless oh yeah man um uh yes uh timeless um which is which is which is basically a a band that uh, my assistant started for when we had we had been playing with this this particular artist and it kind of fell apart and we it was just it was a huge investment 10 years in this in this one band and just kind of falls apart and i think we were just over we were over it and and she says no 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 you guys are gonna play for my birthday and she just kind of like um cleverly pulled all these people together yeah. <laughs> and says hey play at my birthday at at the at the uh what was the gospel cafe okay yeah, yeah. and it was it it was electric she i don't know how she got 300 people in a room and well, she, these guys venue. are gonna play for my birthday you gotta come <laughs> yeah. to my birthday yeah wow and and uh it was like who are you guys what do you do and blah 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 and then what here comes weddings and here comes parties and here comes yeah. and it was just kind of like oh, i guess we're doing this There's and then more. that so that became timeless and uh, that 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 night and um and uh, a lot of those guys you know i've been playing with them for you know ever since and not for my own project semantics and uh and uh, yeah it's 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 been, it's been electric, man. rob rob christian yeah shut him up um otis was with me bent is with adrian bent uh larnell lewis at times uh, Elmer Ferrer at times. Uh, who's also on guitar? Daniel Studuto now on guitar. Um, heavy hitters. Uh, heavy. Adrian Edwards yeah. on, on drums now. Um, who am I missing? Joel Joel Chambers, my longtime right. childhood friend, plays with us too. Um, so yeah, and then it's just a, it's just kind of a merry-go-round. Everybody kind of gets on and gets off, and you yeah, know, yeah, you know, it's it's fun. It's fun. It's cool. I'm wondering, man, as you're describing this, and you talked about going sort of from like establishing yourself as a musician to then becoming and wearing the producer hat, um, fast forwarding through all the years of playing you've done. Now with your band, I'm wondering, like, what hat do you wear the most, or what, like, what hat do you wear for the band? Is it like music director, or are you out with this whole thing, or is it everything? You, know, <laughs> you know, it's 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 kind of everything, but it's cool because. I mentioned so many guys that are that play with me, yep. and so it's it's a cool kind of ever changing kind of flow because as you can do more, you just do more, and so there's you know, yeah. uh, you know, Adrian. I taught Adrian, and Adrian is now 
he helps out with sound as he's playing the drums and and mm, and yeah. and so it's like that pulls off some of the the weight and one of my other guys that does sound onisi and he that pulls off yes. the, the the engineering hat off of me true and so it, it it's 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 kind of cool so i don't have to always have that oh my god like the, you know because i'm i'm technically proficient on, on engineering so yeah i'm not gonna let the gig go by and there's bad sound you know i have my we have a whole right. kit set Standard up every thing. show <laughs> the sound is yeah it's not like we have everybody's on ears. Like it's yeah. just, it's not sound is not a thing. Like we're not going to have bad sound. Yeah, like that's just not that. no compromise. <laughs> that's not my right. thing. Yeah. So um, sometimes it's a lot to bring and and set up and get get going. But oh, uh, yeah. now that I have those guys and they just they just kind of get in and help out and stuff like that. So I don't have to kind of wear that hat. I would say it w- it would be more musical direction. Okay. And. Um, and uh if more than more than anything else and just kind of just kind of the lead artist but i almost don't even because they everybody kind of knows the flow and they just does this look up for cues right so yeah it's 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 pretty kind of plays itself it sounds like you're saying yeah kind of exactly yeah yeah Yeah, that's that's cool stuff and did you jump into artist management as well or is that something on the table um it's it's something on the table i I, you know i don't officially call myself that but there it's it's definitely a job it's it's definitely a part of it um because early 2018 um i made a pursuit to start my label and um and i had a few artists and um have not have um and uh and so that artist management it becomes a part of the deal whether you like somebody's got to do it whether you yeah, have somebody yeah. to do it or you, you're going to do it it's like right it's it's on the table right so right. um it's it's something that uh i've had to you know you kind of have to wear all the hats until you can kind of you know delegate and get so, some yeah, assistance yeah. so um that makes sense yeah definitely yeah for someone that ha- wears so many hats already what made you want to take on another role in terms of starting a record label? Like you do so much. I just, what made you, or what was the decision-making process into, you know what, I have to start a label? Uh, that's, that's a, that's a, that's a good question. So what I had noticed was uh, I was producing for so many people and, and uh, mainly independent. Okay. And yeah. A lot of, a lot, mainly independent. And so what happens is, everybody's gung-ho to to do the music right but but they have no idea of the back end that's right and so i would be working with a lot of these people and just because i because i've become aware you know would ask them questions like okay what's happening now or where do you you know what's what's happening how you can promote it or like you know right who's doing the artwork or who's doing the whatever and there would be no answers, mm-hmm. and and yeah. some some of the projects you'd see come out, and some and most of the projects wouldn't, mm-hmm. and right. um, and yeah. I, I think people just they realized because of technology, people realized, hey, I can actually, I can actually hear my song. I can actually hire somebody, and I can actually hear my song, mm. and and you could see that 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 became the assignment that their their mission. It was just like, but not necessarily be an artist. And I was, I got into producing to, to, I wanted to, uh, I was sort of more thinking long-term yeah, okay. and I wanted, to, I wanted people that wanted to be more artist than, right. than necessary, like, then just be like, Hey, this is cool. I want to get my voice recorded. I've always, I've always been a singer. I've never right. been able to record. 
and it's a t- it's two different paradigms. You're looking at like honest, building with right? people, right? Yeah, right. yeah. exactly. Yeah. And looking at career, looking at you know like artistry, right? Yeah. And so there are many many talented people, but I I don't even think they even understand the the right. the magnitude of what being an artist is. And so I, I would throughout my time working with these people, I would try to like throw nuggets at them. Hey, we can do this. You should do this. You can try to do this. And 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 a lot of them would listen to me um because it was it was sound advice but i realized at a certain point it was like okay i need to actually be in control because you can't really tell somebody what they need to do right right so right um and 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 some of the times it's like okay you just out of respect you just you just gonna you make a suggestion but they do what they do um right but i i said like from in the control seat i can make sure that this pitfall doesn't happen and that pitfall doesn't happen and mm-hmm. they don't get burnt out over here. And sure. you know, we manage right. finances this way and we have these types of expectations and, Makes sense, yeah. and uh, you know, for, for me being, you know, at, I think at the point when I started a 20 year guy, yeah. I was, I realized that I always had a lot more experience than the people I was working for. Mm-hmm. So right. a yep. lot of their requests and, and um, you know, um, their expectations wasn't really based on much. Mm. And and so I always have to bring enlighten the situation with with my experience, and so I said, you know, I right. think it's only fitting that, um, you know, that I actually just kind of move that way. And even I don't necessarily have all label clients now, but okay. the approach to me is much different. The people who approach me now than than back then, because it you're you're almost getting label um, advice and direction, even though. You're not because I I don't want to waste time. Um, I'm yeah, not wasting time and I think that's probably or... where this this came from was the <laughs> yeah, lack exactly. of yeah, the desire to not waste time. I don't want to quit. Yeah. Not waste time. <laughs> yep, you know, because yep. <laughs> if you're going to invest all this time producing and creating and collaborating, you want to make sure they see it to the very exactly. end. So I, yeah. I totally understand where you're coming from. And as an artist myself, I mean that exposure to someone with. 20 years of experience at a high level too right and right at a very high level exactly so i think for someone of your talent and your skill and expertise if you're going to jump into something you want to see it actually get to the point of being played and getting you know the money you deserve exactly and your heart let me throw that in too i think i thank you anthony that i think for me it was the biggest thing was my heart. I think, I think when you, when you strive for excellence, I think mm-hmm. the rest most of the time takes care of itself. And, oh, and I think, right. um, yep. you know, I'm, I've always had the marker of who in, in the industry as the marker to hit, not here, not where I'm looking at. Overall. Okay. You know, yeah. I, even from my artist now, Michelle and Crystal and, 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 and Patty, um, yeah. I'm looking at, Erica Campbell. This is where the marker is. When every right. time there's an Erica, I send them. I say, okay, this is a new single. We can hit something like this. Look at the marketing. Look at this. Uh-huh. Look at the wardrobe. Look at the. the. That's the marker right. because that's the person that is 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 leading the charge. There, she's yeah. doing it already. Right. Right. Yeah. So um, that it, it, for me, it was a just. I want to be in the space and do it the right way, not not. Um, not just not just hey oh he's another producer or yeah, yeah, yeah that's another artist or you know so yeah yeah wow that's big yeah and that that yeah, absolutely it's, it shows through your work too i mean it takes a lot of pressure off of the artist because like you said a lot of people don't know what's expected or what's even possible uh so that's a big role you feel for people right off the bat yeah. um 
And I know you mentioned, uh, I guess you have, you're working with, which I think you said three um, artists on that sort of, on that, I guess, on that higher level. Um, mm-hmm. Do you, how do I, well, I guess the question is how picky are you? Because I know that you have a very high standard when it comes to the musicianship, the sound quality, everything to do with the music and the expectations behind it. So how picky are you with the artists that you are currently and will be working with in the future? Is there a process? Like if someone's listening right now, you have a name, so people will want to work with you question. and do want to work with you. Uh, who's it open to and what's what's required of an artist to even approach you? You know what? I, I think um, they, a lot of these relationships have just kind of formed organically. Gotcha. Um, okay. Yeah, you know, but I think the 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 common thread is just talent, um, Fair. <laughs> and 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 uh, just want to work hard. Just just be willing to that love and that passion. Uh, Got you for music, um, and and their craft that always resonates with me. When somebody else is is goes the extra mile for what they what is that they do, yeah. Um, I always and even in any in any field, you know, when there's somebody sure. in the passive individual, yep. it's like wow, you know. So um, that the, those two things, um, it's just that talent and that passion. Um, That's yeah. I think that that for me is is that that always gets the conversation started for sure Fair, yeah yeah I, I believe that passion is one of those things that almost can't be stopped when you have someone that's truly passionate about what they do because you could have a bad day and be like oh this is it and then you go to bed and wake up and you're like all right is this it it's as if it never happened you're just fired up and ready to go yeah. again and i got a shout out because yeah. you mentioned patricia and uh, i love her and Dricky recently uh heard her sing for the first time and i think didn't you say you went to church it was a saturday night Right, I Patricia did. Sang I went that, to church. I, she sang I, that night. I backslid. Went back to church. She sang Sunday that morning. night, and I went back to church that Sunday. Exactly. That's wow. One hundred percent true. <laughs> we have some talent around yeah. here, man. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you could save Dariki. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> but yeah, she, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you could save a heathen like me, you know, I think the word was wretched <laughs> in, uh, in that one song. Wretched, <laughs> yes, wretched. <laughs> I am wretched. Oh man. Um. Okay, so I want to talk to you a little bit more, and I, I don't know if we could get too deep in this, but as far as like your preparation, because you wear a lot of different hats, as we've established a few times here, and you're going to have to prepare differently for all, so I don't know if you could go through all of them, but can you talk us through maybe some different aspects of the preparation, maybe as a musician versus as a music director versus as an engineer or something, some combination of those, just where it differs in okay. your thought? Um, so... I think, you know, earlier on, uh, you know, I think philosophy and this whole thing is, is important. I think that's what kind of drives people to, to, to do what they do. Okay. Um, and I realized, I realized what I was getting into and, and the fact that I was pretty much a service person, you know, just like a waiter, uh, a waitress. Um, it's, you're helping people, you know, yeah. get somewhere, do something. Right. So, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's, it's just in the, in, 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 the way I guess of, of, of whatever. So now mixing, uh, I, I do a lot of mixing for, for clients and uh, a yeah. lot of Americans, a lot of all, all over the world, to be honest. Yeah. And, um, and it, that hat is, is quite different because a lot of times I want to throw on the producer hat right, and say, I don't know if this works with this and that and that's mm-hmm. worth, but you, you realize very quickly. That's and I had point. to realize early quickly. It's like when somebody sends you something to mix, they just want the same thing better. 
Right. Right. They don't necessarily want a different thing. Mm. Right. Um, and in gospel, it's weird because everybody wants a different thing. You know, everybody wants okay. the drums to come back way better than they got it. They want every, the band to <laughs> right, sound way right. better than when they got it. They want the yeah, singers yeah, to sound yeah. way. So you, so in gospel, you're just like, you know, and you send it back and they're like, whoa, they're, they're actually looking for that, that 180, mm. you know, but in R&B, funk, hip hop, any, any, anything else, soul, anything, yeah. what they sent you was what they wanted. Mm. And and so I had to learn that lesson the, the hard way. But that's uh, gotta be tough. That could be a <laughs> oh meme right goodness. there. We gotta do one of those little Instagram videos of what they send you and what yeah. they expect back for gospel. Yeah. That's yeah. You know, so learning 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 that that is what the assignment is, mm. you know. Wow, and then getting it dabbling into I do I'll do a lot of mastering for a lot of jazz, Latin jazz. Mm. And so learning what that assignment is and what is required. And, and so it's, it, the, it, they changed throughout, but I think, I think it, everything is about service and just, you're just looking for their thing to just be enhanced and, 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 uh, and, and, and then sent back. Right. And yeah. so that preparation is, is much different, um, I think kind of same thing with music, being a musical director too, okay. um, is that, you know, when you're working with people who are at a level, they need, their thing doesn't need to change. They just, it just wants to be enhanced. It just wants to be boosted up a little bit or whatever. And then, yep. and, 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 and presented a certain way. So, um, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's just about service. Um, you know, I would have to then yeah. learn their music, internalize it. Yep. And, you know, working with people, once you get into their thing and you, you show them that you know their music and you, you respect it and you regard it and yep. you, the decisions that you made are based off of their music, mm-hmm. they in turn give you a level of trust that right. is, yep. is like, well, like amazing because you actually need to work from that place, but you're not going to get it willy nilly, mm-hmm. um, just kind of kicking their thing to the side and says, okay, well, I have all these ideas, but they're not really based off of their music. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to, you're going to do this. <laughs> you're not, they're, yeah. they're, they're not going to like it, you know? So, Makes sense. um, <laughs> and so it's, it's really just getting into the music, uh, enough to be able to say, you know, I mean, Anthony, I know you, you, you play and you, and you play in a situation where you play a lot of covers. So yeah, when you play a song for 10 plus years, you really understand the inner workings of it, the, the nuts and bolts to say, Hey, I could, I can maybe go here yeah, and yeah. it will be regarded as a, it will be regarded as a, wow, that's, that's a nice, I didn't know it could do that. Right. More than like, what the heck? Yeah, why did they, why yeah. did they do, why did they change up <laughs> right. the, song, the perfectly good song? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. you, when you, you can only really do that once you get into the music. And so the preparation for me being a music director is really understanding the music, like even just listening for a period of time before I even attempt to arrange anything uh, or play right, anything. Okay. Right. And so um, that becomes, that becomes the assignment for that. Um, being sense. a musician uh, as, at, the, at the same hat, it's, it's kind of the same. It's just really just living with the music. Um, and because I'm a multi guy, I, I, it's, it's almost easier because it's, it's like, for me, it's the relationship with, with drums in the bass or the right. keys with 
with the guitar or the the, the vocalist the syncopation and stuff yeah. like that. So I I I try to prepare with with, with just by just kind of getting into the music. Okay. Um, and 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 uh, and that kind of that kind of uh, spearheads everything everything else, right? So. Um, yeah, I think I think I think the common thread between all of those is really just understanding the assignment and um, and under, understanding the music um, is, is, is where yeah. you have to start. Yeah, I like what you said there about service too. That's a that's mm-hmm. a big part of this and good perspective for people, uh, especially musicians coming up. That that's really what it ultimately comes down to is that you're serving the needs <laughs> of client and whatever oh, yeah. whatever capacity. But this is what we're here for. It's not necessarily oh, use yeah. us steamrolling through this thing but, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a great point I, I think I, I, yeah i think that's a misconception between like being a musician and you know seeing this person you seeing your favorite musician do whatever right they're really just servicing uh, a role a particular thing yeah. um you know it, it it you know some people get to do it cool with flash like ricky mm-hmm. with the weekend you see him swinging the dreads and that looks pretty cool but as as <laughs> As yeah, willy nilly yeah. as that looks, I yeah. guarantee you he ha- is following the the script. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. That is right. The, that is the script of what he's Key doing. Point. Right, so yeah, it, it 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 he's playing a role. It's and it always comes down to to playing a role. Some of them need a lot, um, and some of them need you know not so much, but it's still the role. And, the role. and in in the the finishing of everything, it's they're all important. Right, so exactly, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Just to go back on uh, something you had touched on in terms of assignments, uh, as someone like as as an artist that wants to approach a producer, what are some things that you think an artist really needs to make sure they are aware of or understand before even approaching a producer? Uh, that's a good. That's a good question. Um, yes. I, I think to be aware of who you are, um, right. To, to have your, 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 yeah, to be, to know yourself as best you can, because honestly it's, it changes. And and so much of what I do, um, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of talking that happens before I even start anything, because we're trying to get to this place of, okay, who are you? Who am I? What are we trying to do? You know? So, um, it's, it's the more you have tabs on yourself, um, the music that you like, who you sound like, um, you know, where your talent level is, where you think it can go, um, your influences. Um, because at this point there's nothing new. I think we're all just kind of doing mashups of different things. Amen. Sure. So, uh, yeah. Fair. um, you're just, you're just trying to get to working quickly and, and and if you're working with somebody long enough, it, it will evolve and change. But absolutely, um, yeah, at at the beginning, you just kind of want all of these, you know. Hey, I'm this person. I think I'm. I sound like this. Right. <laughs> um, you know, I'd love to be able to sound like this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these are the types of things that I like, and these types of things I don't like. You know, th- and those yeah. are great places to start because it's just like okay. Uh, let me let me throw up that. We're not gonna do. We're not gonna do that. We're not gonna do right. that. We're just right, working right, right. here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I guess just before we we leave, just ba- just continuing on that question, how do you go about managing 
expectations of the artists that might not be where they think they are or what they think they can do how do you kind of deal with you know bringing them back to reality and telling them that you can't make miracles you know this is this is the way it's going to be you, you, you know that's that's cool it's a cool question too uh, you know i think a lot of what i've done um like for me being in the seat that i'm and i'm i'm often the most experienced in the room right and so a lot yeah, of yeah. times people just they it's something that just they haven't considered and so um i i like to serve now as almost like a mirror you know Mm. uh they they come at me and i just kind (laughs) of show them themselves um but but maybe from a maybe from an angle that they have not seen and so they're like oh Oh, they're like oh okay i i thought i was this but i'm not that and i'm saying you know I like to, I mentor a lot of people and so I get people who think they're, they're all of that and they think they should be having these opportunities and stuff. Mm, so are, are you, right. are you really, you're, so you're that drummer, right? Okay, cool. Uh, so yeah, here's yeah, a yeah. drummer named Larno. This is what he does. Right. Are, <laughs> yeah. are you that? Yeah. And they're, oh, right. oh, wow. Okay. So oh, it, it's, mm-hmm. so it's, it's a lot of times it's just showing people, um, Hey, I, I get you, right. This is where you're at. Right. This is where you can go. But and and this is this is the the work that it's going to take to get there, and um, it, it's it's really just getting into them first, you know. I yeah. like with singers, I, I I like to do this thing where I'm like, you sound like this, 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 and that, and they're like, oh wow, how do you know that? And I'm like, well, you get, it's a dead giveaway. Mm-hmm. I'm just listening to you, right? right? And I it's because yeah. I study and I research, and I know the sounds, I know the the the, the genres, I know. So it's when I say, hey, you sound like this, this, and this, yeah. You know they might they might love it or hate it, but this is what this is where you're currently at. To sound like right. to sound like whoever you want to sound like, it's going to take this right. So yeah. I think that's kind of what I use to um, I use I think I try to use comparison, um, healthy comparison to manage expectation. Um, great, right? Know, because everybody wants yeah. to. Everybody got into it because of whoever influenced them, right? For and sure. At, at, yeah. at the end of the day, we all want to just be counted among our heroes that's true you know? yes. so <laughs> if, if 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 that's what we're trying to do then learn from them and that's wow. that's just that's, that's just a great me. great that's piece great. of advice learn yes, from your heroes you. i really like that uh uh just the reflection like just seeing you from a yeah. different perspective which is generally how it works right because we see ourselves one way and everyone else is going to see us a different way so when they sit down in yeah. the room um with somebody with expertise um, the experience and and the heart to serve them in a in a capacity that will uh, make them better is is huge. So that's great. I I think that definitely that piece alone helps somebody today just to understand that that's needed, right? Because you're sitting there thinking, yeah, whether you think you're the best or the worst. Because sometimes you have a situation where someone just doesn't have the confidence; they don't believe in themselves, right. And you see yeah. something in them that they don't even see for themselves. So either in either situation, that needs to be drawn out, whether it hurts or it helps. Um, I think the hurt a is great a point. short term to lead to long term yeah. help. And yeah, that's great, man. I'm glad we had this talk yeah, today, I, man. I, I, <laughs> I'm really I, glad. So if, if one one other thing, yes. I, I think quickly is is just that I think a lot of people um, misunderstand what it takes the time it takes to do things. To yes. do. Oh, man. Um, yeah. and, and they, they might see their favorite artists or whoever just at a certain level and go, wow, I, I, I gotta, I gotta do that. And I, and you're saying this is, you gotta become happy with it, with the pursuit. You gotta get, become happy right. with True. just the grind. Yeah. 
yeah. right? Because it's not, it's just, it's not an overnight, right? It's not an overnight right. deal. And so I, yep. I, I like to tell people that too. It's just like, you know, this is a long haul. This is for the long haul. Yeah. Um, this is the magnitude of what it is that you're trying to do. This person that you like over here, well, this is what they've done over this amount of time. Yeah. And so when we manage the yeah. time piece time. too, then that that hopefully answers a lot of those goals questions. Yeah. And I'm going to drop one more little gem in there too. Um, social media is not a mirror. So don't use that as an accurate reflection of where you are Amen. <laughs> or where yeah, other people are, okay? Just keep that in mind. If you want real hard yeah. and you need to sit down with, with people like Sam who can really look at where you are, understand where you want to go and help you get there. It's, it's no man is an island. You're going to need somebody to help you along the way. So just remember that. Truth, truth. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just want to, before we let you go, thank you so much for taking the opportunity to speak with us. Um, is there any socials that you do have that people can kind of um, take a look at, follow along on follow your journey, journey and maybe yeah, shout out can, any shows you, can, you might have in the upcoming weeks? Yeah, you can, you can follow me at, uh, uh, or, or check me out at uh, uh, SSP Music Group on IG. Cool. Uh, Sam Williams on Facebook. Uh, SS, uh, Samsung Productions on YouTube, and we got some exciting. Uh, we got something exciting coming uh, on, on that. So I'm, I'm uh, nice. Stay tuned for that. Okay. We'll but uh, yeah. Cool. Thanks. Beautiful. So much. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much, much man. Time, man. Really appreciate. Thank you guys for having me, man. Real this was, honor. This was a blast. Till next right. time. Peace. <laughs>